Welcome to the Seeking Self Podcast. It's a beautiful day. And even if it's not a beautiful day, we're alive. Today I wanted to speak on draining myself. I was sitting down this morning and I was sitting by this tree that lives in my neighborhood and her name is Indy. This is what I call her. Me and her have a relationship. I go there in the morning, I sit down and I just sit, I just allow. I just kinda let myself be, (laughs) recuperate from sleep and come back to life and being in the world. (laughs) So I was sitting there this morning and the thoughts that were coming up were of my past, my latest relationship with a woman. And I was with this girl, and we'll call her Caitlin, right? I was with Caitlin. It started in the beginning of around January of this year. And we met in an amazing way. She walked in one day with her boyfriend at the time into LA Fitness. Now at the time I was working at LA Fitness, and this was a, a beautiful sunny day. Um, this was a Sunday. The sun was shining, barely any clouds in the sky. And you can see the, the blueness in the sky by looking up. It was captivating. This was around... 2 p.m. Around this time, the gym is dead. I mean, it's quiet. There's there's nobody there. And I remember I was standing at the front desk, talking to my coworker, standing around, not really doing much. And these two people walk in. And it was a guy and a girl. Now, immediately, I noticed the girl. Right? But I try to be respectful when... A man and a woman are together. Even though I may be attracted to the girl, I try to be respectful by not even paying her attention, not looking at her, just kind of addressing the guy. So he comes in, he scans his phone, beep, and he starts walking away. Now, when the computer popped up his membership, it didn't show that he had any guests under his membership. So I didn't tell him, hey man, you don't have guests under your membership. She's either going to have to pay $20 for the day or, you know, I can show you how much a membership cost. He starts flipping out on me. It's like, what? $20 for the day? And I can tell he's upset. I've dealt with this before. I've seen it. So it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Now, this is the first time I look over at her. She was wearing this teal sweatshirt. She had a bandana around her head that was holding up her long locks that fell to her shoulders. Her skin was beautiful. It was light, the perfect mix between black and white, almost like this 
very light caramel, clear. She was quiet, just kind of standing there, taking in the environment. I remember there was this energy about her. And I can tell she was very in tune. I could tell she was a special person. And she says, you know what, let me, let me go see how much a membership is. I was going to get one anyway. I'm like, come right this way. Come right this way. So me and her go sit down. You know, I walk her to my desk. You know, as I'm walking, she's walking behind me. I pull out the chair for her. She sits down. I go around and I sit at my desk. And I start talking to her about the membership. But this time, the guy she comes in walks away. And it's just me and her talking. And I mean, I'm staring into her eyes and I just don't want to look away. I just, she grabs me. There's something inside of her that I see that attracts me. And just the way she talks, the way her eyes were locked to mine, felt like that moment, I didn't want it to end. Very quickly, the conversation switches from talking about the membership to me and her just talking, getting to know each other a little bit. And immediately, I'm like, yo, this girl's a vibe. You know, she is a vibe. <laughs> Fast forward, her guy comes to grab her because we've been talking for so long at this point. He's like, yo, you still here? Like, what you doing? She ends up getting a membership. She pays for a membership. And she goes to work out. Now, she's working out. And I'm thinking about her. Like, she's in my mind now. I take a walk around the gym. I see her working out. I smile at her. She smiles back. I go over there and I'm like, yo. This baby weight you left in, what you doing? Like, come on. You look like you ain't even working out. What you doing? Just kind of, you feel me? She's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I remember... You know, about 30 minutes, 45 minutes go by, and I'm, I'm back at the front desk because ain't nothing to do. And I see her sitting down by the smoothie bar. Now, the smoothie bar, when you first walk into the gym, you walk straight down. It's on the left. And there are a bunch of tables and chairs in front of it. She's sitting down, and she looks like she's done working out. She's waiting. Um, she's waiting for her friend, her, her boyfriend. I'm like, yo, I hope she comes over here. This is just me in my head. So I'm like, yo, if you're gonna get a job here, I'm gonna need your contact information. Contact information. Really, I'm just trying to get her number. Um, But I'm trying to make it seem like, yo, since you're gonna work here, you know, it's gonna be a work thing. Let me get your number. <laughs> so I, I take her name down. <laughs> oh, we were asking her for her middle name. I get her full name take her email down and I take her number and even before because I asked her I was like yeah we should exchange numbers she was like no she said she said no 
I'm like, why not? I'm like, she's like, I'm like, she said no, and I was like, okay, okay. She was like, but you have my Instagram though. I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't really be on Instagram, and I'm not finna, you feel me? I'm not finna download an app just to talk to you. Like, what's going on? <laughs> but then I, I said, yo, I need your contact information, so I, I got her number. Then I said it again. I was like, yo, you know I'm not finna download an app to talk to you, right? She was like, you got my number right there. I'm like, okay, okay. That means I got permission, if need be, to, to, you feel me, to, to actually send you a text message. So fast forward, we start talking, and we plan to hang out two days after. Two days after we hang out, felt like I know this I knew this person felt like I knew this person for a long time you know this didn't feel like somebody I just met somebody that just walked into my life felt like somebody I knew you know maybe not in this life maybe in another something about her just said that and I was already attracted to her but as we kept hanging out and I saw more her her spiritual side became even more evident that yo I like this girl and I was getting the vibe that she liked me and I was right you know we did like each other and fast forward she ends up leaving her boyfriend and I know what you're thinking you're like yo you're a homewrecker but I remember when she first sat down at my desk and her man was still there and this is me just being petty I said are you guys brothers and sisters just just being a, a ass I said hey y'all brothers and sisters just just being an ass right they start laughing They're like no I'm like oh my bad my bad my bad <laughs> knowing what I'm doing knowing what I'm doing and then he walks away and I asked her I'm like was that your boyfriend I'm like, is that your boyfriend? <laughs> just, just, just picking, right? She's like, uh, something like that. I'm like, for uh, that's your boyfriend? Like, that's not your boyfriend. <laughs> She's like, I don't even know. I'm like, how you don't know if that's your boyfriend? She's like, it's complicated. And that let me know that, yo, you feel me? She's at an imbalance in her relationship right now. So if there's something here, you know, it's worth pursuing, which I pursued. Anyway, we hit it off, and I tell her, look, I'm not going to be in no entanglement. This is basically my way of letting her know she's going to have to choose. And she made it seem like she chose me. You know, she stopped talking to him, and... We were spending a lot of time together. I mean, a lot of time together. An abnormal lot of time together. This would be our, our regular day. A regular day routine. We'll start from nighttime. I'd finish my shift, let's say around like 10. She'd come to the gym. Me and her would work out, right? Then we'd shower. Then me and her would shower together at the gym. 
right? And then we would go to my car, sit and talk, bullshit, just be. Um, I'd drive back home with her in my car, and she would fall asleep in my car. And we did this for, you know, days and days. And I remember sitting down in my car. My seat was cocked back a bit. She was sitting to my right. And I was just sitting there and I had something that I wanted to express. And I told her, I was like, yo, I feel drained. She was like, by me? I said, yes. I feel like you're draining me. In reality, she wasn't draining me. I was draining myself. I was draining myself trying to please her. I was draining myself trying to keep up this facade, this image. Trying to do everything I can to make her want to be with me, make her stay. I felt drained. Felt like we spent too much time together. And sitting there this morning, I, I was just thinking about it. No one has the power to drain you. A guy that I know named Ryan, he works with cannabis. And he says, he said something very profound. He said, cannabis doesn't make you feel anxiety. Right? That's an externalization of power. Cannabis just shows you the anxiety that you have. And relating that back to my situation, someone else can't make you feel drained. That's an externalization of power. You make yourself drain. And it hit me this morning like, yo, I was draining myself. I was draining myself. I was draining myself by not being honest. I was draining myself by keeping up this fake person who does anything to please people because he's afraid that he's not lovable. He's afraid that he's not lovable and people are just going to leave. He's afraid that people won't stay if he's just himself. He's afraid that he doesn't deserve love. So what does he do? He does everything he can to be liked, to please, to say the right thing. And this is draining. It takes so much energy for me to put on this person. It takes so much energy for me to fake. It takes so much energy for me to, to act a certain way to please you. It takes too much energy and it's draining. I've been doing that for a long time, draining myself, putting myself, putting myself second, putting myself last, because I want to please somebody else. Why? 
so people can like me. Why? Because if I'm liked, means I'm loved. If I'm like, it means then I have a chance to be loved. And the way, the way that was even built, the way that other person in my mind, because it's literally like my mind splits into two. There is, there's me. There's me and what I want to say and what I want to express. Then there's this person that I've created. There's this person that has been created through habits of thought and responses from interactions and situations. That other person fights me. And that other person, you know, some might call it an ego, some might call it, you know, evil, whatever, whatever name that you want to put on it. He's there to protect me. Because as a child, you know, in my circumstances, he was necessary. If I wasn't able to do the right thing or say the right thing to be liked, it resulted in punishment. Whether that be physical, whether that be emotional, whether that be verbal, it resulted in me feeling not loved. So how I interpreted that growing up is that critic instead of responding to my parents started responding to the world and believing that that's how everything is this is how love is if I don't if I'm not liked if I don't please if I'm not the good boy that dad wants me to be the quiet listens to everything that dad says pleases dad does everything for his father boy then I don't deserve love. Then I'm not worthy of love. And my mom wasn't there, so I didn't have that unconditional love as a child that let me know, like, yo, no matter what, I have this person loving me. For my father, it was conditional. And I've identified with this trauma for so long. I read, I read something. I read something in a book called The Power of Now. And in the book, Eckhart Tolle, he said that when you identify with your pain, when you identify with the pain body that is in the past, when you identify with the pain body subconsciously, when you try to heal from it, there'll be a part of you that doesn't let you. And the reason why that is, is because your sense of identity, who you are, is based on you identifying with that past trauma. He then proceeds to say that a victim mindset is believing that the past, the past is more powerful than the present. That's what a victim mindset is. It's believing that what happened then is more powerful than my ability to change what's happening now. I remember reading that and just being mind blown. 
right? Yes. I have an inner critic inside of me that I've built through life. But more powerful, I have awareness. I can be aware. And I can choose today. I can choose in this very moment to stop draining myself, to stop fighting myself, all for the sake of being liked, all for the sake of not starting confrontation, all for the sake of not roughing the waters. Because I'm afraid if I rough the waters, <laughs> I'll suffer the consequences. I'm afraid if I'm not liked, I won't be loved. That's not true, is it? It's not true at all. True love isn't based on conditions. True love isn't based on you doing things to please someone else. And I saw this amazing quote on Instagram that said, saying how you really feel will never ruin a real connection. I've been draining myself. I've been draining myself by fighting what my being, what my personality, what my mind wants to think, say, and act. I've been draining myself by taking on too much for other people, for believing that I have to be liked in order to be loved. I've been draining myself. Now it's time I please myself. Now it's time I fill my own cup. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day.